Uh, let's see, episode five. This will be Jamie. I'm kind of excited about this one. Because we get to be officially on iTunes now. Well, we're already on iTunes. Oh. It'll be iHeartRadio. <gasps> I love yes, iHeartRadio. Radio. And whose voice was that? Anybody know? Anybody know whose voice that was? <laughs> I see that hand. Yes. I know the answer. You know the answer. We're excited today because we have our co-worker, our colleague, our History mentor. tech expert. <laughs> yeah. Mentor. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Mr. Glenn Weeby in studio with us today. Woo woo. And I get to bug him all the time on a regular basis. Yes. And I've had this nagging question. And I think it's a good one. So, Glenn, I'm going to ask you the nagging question. Okay, first of all, we just need to clarify there are two Glens talking. There are two Glens. So, and I do have to say something, Glenn. Go ahead, Glenn. <laughs> one in Glenn. Yes. The similarities, once again, startling. Startling, yes, because I just heard something the no, other day. Not another one. Favorite color? Orange or yellow? Oh my gosh! He's got an orange computer. An or you have orange socks? What the heck? Orange shoelaces. Um, shoelaces. My backpack. This could go on and on, but basically, Glenn and I both graduated from the same high school. Never knew each other. We're I'm a little more experienced, if that's the right word. <laughs> um, so we didn't know each other in high school, but our sons are have the same name. Yeah. We both worked our way through school at a pizza place. Yeah. Um, and now apparently <laughs> we both love the color orange. Orange. Yes. So nothing creepy about that at yeah, all. I may go back to green. I don't know. Did you guys have the same middle name too? <gasps> we that do. Right. I forgot yes, the middle do. name. <laughs> <laughs> this is all just to delay Jamie's very important yes. question. Yes. So, but just when you said Glenn, I go, wait, which Glenn? And nobody can see this, so we're going to have to, I don't know, figure it out. Anyway. Yeah. Like, we be. <laughs> Just say old Glenn and young Glenn. No, one no. in Glenn and two yes. in Glenn. Okay. What, Jamie, what's your what's your uh, very important question that you needed to ask me? I want to know, what is the difference between civic engagement and community service? <sighs> yeah, okay. I kind of knew you were going to go down that path a little bit, and so I thought about it some. Well, first of all... um. If you're listening to this podcast outside the state of Kansas, a little a little context is maybe important because um, as a social studies teacher, that's what I did. I taught middle school and I taught high school and I taught college, social studies and social science, American history, world history, all the goodies. And um, I, I have a political science degree. And so civics and government all has always been really interesting to me. And I always taught it when I was a, a classroom teacher. And um, I don't think every social studies teacher talks about civics as much as maybe I did just because it was my, one of my favorite things in Kansas. Now it is, it is a big deal. Civic engagement and civics um, is not just sort of a, like, well, it's part of the government thing. You got it. You can do it if you want. It is part of the graduation accreditation. The state board vision is that every high school graduate leaves high school um, being civically engaged. And it goes way beyond the idea of, um, knowing civics, like three branches of government and voting is a good thing. It is you are engaged in the civic discourse and the civic um, a framework of local, state, and federal government, um, your community. Um, it, it really asks schools to find ways to get kids out into the community um, 
making change and making the world a better place. So your question about what's the difference between civic engagement and service learning is a good one. Well, because what's the difference between me being civically engaged and me volunteering? Yeah. Are they the same thing? Are they different? I, I think I think they are different. I'm going to argue they're different. So it's a great question because I hear this a lot when I go to schools is, um, well, we're going to have kids go rake leaves in old people's yards and we're going to go pick up trash and we're going to have a food drive and we're going to do this and that. And I think those are all great examples of service learning and community service. But I'm going to also argue that it's not the same as civic engagement. Um, And so when we work with schools and they say, well, we have kids doing these things and I'm going, awesome, you're making the world a better place, but it's really not civic engagement. You're just doing service work. And what I want to make sure that we, we get real clear is that one is not necessarily better than the other. They're just different. And so if we're going to have civically engaged students, high school graduates who are engaged civically, um, service learning is part of that and can be part of that whole idea of civic engagement, but it's not the same. So um, quick definition for, at least for me, or example, service learning is yes, we're going to get all the high school kids to go around the community and rake leaves of elderly people who need the help. That's great. I mean, we are making the world a better place because we're helping those people. That is not the same as being civically engaged, I'm going to suggest. And so when we think of civic engagement, Jamie, it really almost comes down to four pieces. Students identify a problem, an issue in their community. um, And that could be local state or federal communities. Right. And that sometimes freaks people out. Teachers, um, they identify an issue or a problem. They research that issue or problem. They develop a plan that they think is going to solve that problem or improve the conditions or make the issue better, whatever it happens to be, and then actually go out and do it. Um, so an example would be, um, um, well, at different levels. So we've got a, we got a, a group of kids who donate food to a food drive. We have kids who organize the food drive. And then we have kids who say, wait a second, why do we even need food drives? Let's solve the problem of poverty in our community. You see the levels? I can give food to a food drive. That's service learning. Maybe that's service um, to the community. We're going to donate food. Let's organize the food drive ourselves. So all the eighth grade kids are helping organize this food drive. Again, awesome. But we can even go a little bit deeper and say, well, wait a second. What we really want is to develop students who graduate from high school and make the world a better place because they recognize maybe the problem um, at a deeper level. We need a food drive because people are hungry and people are hungry because they can't afford food. That's an issue we need to address in our community. Um, and so that sort of difference, um, not anything wrong with those three levels, but if we have kids who really go, wait a second, we've got other kids coming to our school who are living in poverty and we need to address that issue. How can we solve that problem? How can we address that issue at a deeper level? That, that is, I think what we're trying to achieve in our kids. So that's a kind of a long answer, Jamie, sorry. Um, but, um, nothing wrong with either one. Civic engagement takes it maybe to a deeper level where kids actually have the choice to do something rather than, hey, the principal says we're going to go out and rake leaves. We get the afternoon of school off. It's not the same. So that's a a quick, I don't know how quick that was. Um, That was a, in my mind, the difference between service learning or service uh, projects and civic engagement. Does it differ with age? I mean, can you get civically engaged in elementary? Yeah. That's a great question. And um, 
it definitely starts. It's not something that we can just say, oh, we're going to have government class for seniors. Um, It does look different, but it can start at a much younger age than maybe we're like traditionally have done Um, because we always wait. Well, we're going to have civics in middle school and then we're going to have government and, you know, as a senior in high school. Um, But we can get, we can get elementary kids involved in, in that four step process, right? Here's a problem or an issue. Let's research it. Let's um, create a solution to the problem and then actually go out and do it. So think about, you know, some grade school kids who, um, who don't have safe playground equipment in their neighborhoods. Um, The playground at school looks different than the playground maybe in their neighborhood. So let's start to think about how we can make that change. Why do we have good playground equipment here, but not over in this part of the community? So then they start to research, they ask questions, they go to, you know, and, and the younger kids may need more scaffolding. They may need more adult sort of supervision, but we can still get kids to ask those sorts of questions and think about solutions to those questions. uh, I think at much younger ages than we have in the past. Well, I thought it was interesting. Katie Perez, she's one of our um, early learning consultants, I guess I would say here, around here. She does a lot of um, the elementary level things. And she has a workshop coming up that is civic engagement in the science classroom or something similar to that. And I thought, civic engagement, science, how does that work? But it works directly to it. Oh, yeah. Because it goes into pollution. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, and again, I don't, I got to be careful when I say this, but I've said for a long time, I don't want to upset anybody, but if I would ever design my own school um, and make millions of dollars doing that, um, we'd have two sort of curriculum. We'd have science and social studies. That's it. Everything else is part of those two things. And, you know, send your angry comments to Jamie if you have them. Um, but uh, um Science, it, we, we think civic engagement, oh, it's got to be a government social studies thing. Science is such a, almost a natural fit for civic engagement. You're exactly right. And I got the chance to listen to uh, um, a middle school teacher from Shawnee, Kansas, Kim Gilman, um, and another guy that she met called Scott, named Scott Knoll um, from Minnesota. And they did a presentation and they're both social studies teachers, but everything they were talking about was sciencey stuff. And it was so cool because they're getting kids involved in all sorts of civic engagement kinds of activities, but the content was science. And so they were working with science teachers. And one of the ones I never thought about, I never thought about this straws. Straws. Okay. How does that have to do with anything? See, we both have cups okay. and we both have lids and we both have straws. Some of the biggest piles of plastic trash in the ocean are straws. Straws. Yes. I never knew this. And so there's this sort of campaign to get like, Hey, we don't need straws. What's the point? It's kind of stupid. Um, and, um, so science and STEM and pollution all, yes, perfect examples of how we can get kids involved in making the world a better place through science and STEM, not just social studies. And that obviously involves writing and reading and, um, uh, doing research and I'm sure there's some math involved in the sciencey thing somewhere. I don't know. Um, but it's not just a, it's not just a social studies thing. Well, you're not far off there on that, what you said, because I heard a superintendent yesterday say they wish they could take English yeah. away with English class because you can yeah. do it in science and, yeah. and yeah. different stuff like that. So, so again, if you have a problem with that, contact Jamie, Jamie H at <laughs> org, J A I M E H 
at isdec.org. Science and social studies, that's that's all we need. So, Thank you for answering that <laughs> very important question. Anything else, James? Okay, there's a couple places. I got. I want to, yes, because yes, I want to know some where are some teacher okay. resources. Okay, so first of all, one of the best places I could, that I found in the last few months, I, I really like a, a group called Generation Citizen. Um, if you just do a Google search for Generation Citizen, I think their website is actually generationcitizen.org. Um, um, they, they have really done a lot of work around something that they call Action Civics. And um, they have some really good resources. Um, I don't know. I'm assuming there's some show notes. Yeah. Okay. I, one of the, one of the links I'll, 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 I'll have, um, one in Glenn put on the show notes is a, a blog post I posted a couple months ago about the work that Generation Citizen is doing and some resources that they have online that you can use to start going through that process. I love the idea of action civics. That term is we're going to, we're going to take action and we're going to do this and we're going to get it done. So that's, that's one really good website. There's a couple other good books. And I, I know um, I'm not supposed to tell teachers to read during the school year. My wife is a teacher and she says, we've got no time to read your crap. Um, but you should, these are two books you need to write down. One is called um, Soul of a Citizen. And the other one that I really like is called you, You're More Powerful Than You Think. Um, and both of those really um, gives very concrete, practical examples and ideas and resources for making change. Um, um, Don Gifford, who works at KSD as the social studies civic engagement leader, he talks about civic engagement being all about making the world a better place. And I love that. Um, And these two books really give some examples of groups of people who saw a problem and found ways to make the world better. Um, And it's just, it's just, I get sort of goosebumps thinking about some of the examples. Um, One of the examples in the, the, you're more powerful than you think is migrant workers in Florida and some of the changes they were able to make. Um, and I don't know what your politics are, uh, you know, but I, I think it's still a good example of, of kids saying, Hey, we're going to try to find ways to make the world a better place, whether you agree with their process or not. But the kids from Florida and Emma Gonzalez who are out being civically engaged, that's exactly the kind of stuff that we're talking about. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to increase voter out, um, registration and we're going to try to influence uh, policy at state and federal and local levels. That's, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. So action civics from generation org, and the two books I mentioned, we'll put those in the show notes. Those are, those are some really useful resources that you can use to start um, thinking about what this might look in your own classrooms. And everybody knows I'm a Glenn Weeby fan girl. So oh, if you don't already follow him, you've got to follow his blog. He regularly blogs history tech. Look him up regularly blogs. It's always, you get facts and fun all in the same blog. <laughs> facts and fun. <laughs> fun facts. What was it? Fun with flags this morning? Oh yeah. Uh, no fun, fun, with fun with finances. finances. Fun yes. with finances. Okay. Yeah. You can go to glennweeby.org and find um, all my, all my stuff. And thank you, Jamie, for, plug in my um, website. Appreciate it. Yes. And just real quick, Glenn, I do want to plug you. Do you have any workshops coming up here? No, um, gosh, 
I don't know. Go to my internet's being stupid. Events.esdeck.org. Go to events.esdeck.org. I can't remember that far ahead. Well, talk about your PLC just real quick, if you could. Uh, Okay, real quick. I don't know how long we're supposed to talk, but um, four times a year, our social studies um, professional learning community gets together all day long. So it's like September, November, February, April. We got one coming up in a couple weeks. I'm pumped. Um, but basically we just get together and talk about how to do social studies better. So if you're interested in that, that's definitely on events.esdac.org. We'd love to have you. We've got middle school. It's, it's, it is really focused on secondary for the most part. Um, but, um, middle school and high school teachers, uh, have been coming to this for about wow, 10 years or so. And it's awesome. We just, we just sit around and eat food and talk social studies and geek out about all kinds of cool social study stuff. You don't just talk, you do. Because yes, we've do. actually <laughs> visited a couple of your classrooms of influence that you've had. Jill Weber's of the world, the, the Holsteads of the world with uh, uh, Derek Shooting and yes. TJ Warsnack yep. that are. Well, they were, they were good already. And it's just fun having those conversations when we can get, um, really passionate social studies people together in the same place, just awesome things happen. So that's what it is. We meet four times a year and we, we text and, and blog and tweet each other and do stuff. Um, even when we're not together and it's just, a, it's just a lot of fun and it is social studies, um, geek level 10 for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, Glenn, we appreciate you taking the time coming in here and talking with us. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And Jamie, it's always fun. Of course. It's always fun with my Glenn. <laughs> both, both your Glenn's. So we'll definitely link uh, Glenn's bio so you can read in there and yep. his History Tech Podcast and all that. So thanks for joining this week and we'll catch you later. 